Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Podcast, equipping people to live successful Christian lives. We are inviting some people to the stage with us. We're inviting Johanna and Richard uh, Armstrong, come on up, and Charity and Jimmy Burner. Would you come on up? Come Will on, you give them a them? great big hand clap as they make their way up here. Welcome, guys. Good to see you, and this is a great day. Good yeah. to have you all. Yeah. Welcome, come welcome, on up. welcome. And come on uh, up. have a seat. We are here. excited uh, yes. to have them come on up and uh, be a part of this time together today for the remainder of the service. As uh, we want yeah. to be people, as we said, who honor others. Yeah. And um, you two couples have done a phenomenal job in honoring people in your life. And so, what we want to do, would you tell us a little bit more about yourselves? Let's so, let's yeah. do it, Jimmy and Charity. Oh boy. So I'm Jimmy Burner, my wife Charity Burner. Uh, we live here in Stephen City. I think we've been coming to Abundant Life Church. I think she tells me it's 14 years. I always get confused on the amount of years. <laughs> I just know that it's been a great time here and I'd rather not be anywhere else, honestly. Awesome. So uh, good. Pastor John and Kristen, our pastors, just have been so good to us over the years. But um, we have a, a son, Brandon. He's here. He serves. He's on the parking team yeah. running around out there being crazy all the time. Um, and our daughter, Hope, and uh, she'll be yeah. joining the second service. So super excited to see her come. And um, what you got? I think he covered it all. Um, we, <laughs> but you didn't tell him how long we've been married, and I think that's important. Yeah. In June, we'll celebrate 22 years of wow. marriage. Yeah. Awesome. We, we were just babies when we yeah. got married. Yes, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. Well, welcome, you guys. Yeah, so good. I'm Richard Armstrong. I grew up down in Augusta County, Virginia. Uh, I have uh, been attending with my wife, uh, Abundant Life, for 10 years. We are, yeah. I am, a retired teacher. Um, I'm so glad I got out when I did, uh, <laughs> but uh, we live here in the Stephen City area, and uh, the first church we visited when we moved to Stephen City was Abundant Life, and we've been here ever since. Oh, oh yay. So good. good to have you. And I am Johanna, and I'm Richard's wife. I'm also a retired teacher, and very happy that I'm retired. And I am in the constant state of speaking in tongues because I'm from Brooklyn and nobody ever understands me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. Awesome. Well, these, so these two couples just <laughs> exemplif do exemplify honor in everything they yeah. do, from their jobs that they work to the people that they associate with. So we invited them to sta the stage to come and talk about honor with us. So you guys, welcome. Thanks yeah, for welcome. participating. Yeah, we're just reminded that in Scripture, in 1 Peter 2.17, it tells us to honor everyone. Not just some, it's everyone. So you and I don't get to decide who we honor. We're to honor everybody, even the person you don't like the most, right? That's true. So in the message version, I love how it puts it on the, it says, treat everyone you meet with dignity. And, and that's hard to do sometimes, right? It really is. And so what I'd like to do is just talk about this for a moment with you guys is share with us how you can give dignity to every person. How can we do that? Uh, it, to me, that's it, like one of the hardest things to do, right? Yeah. Um, but I have reconciled with God in my own heart um, that I just can't look at someone and be like, I don't like you mm. because I'm called to love you. Yeah. Right? And Mark 12 says, love your neighbor as yourself. 
Jesus put loving your neighbor right up there with loving God. Yeah. So it's one of the most important things you can do. So true. So true. I think one of the things we need to remember is that whoever we happen to come in contact with, that they are all children of the mighty God. And we have to treat them that way. As Jimmy said, you can't look at somebody and say, oh, I, I don't like that person. I don't, you know, we can't do that. Because if we do that, then we're violating the principle that God has placed in, in our hearts. Yeah. We have to be able to love everyone and to treat them the way that they deserve to be treated as children of the mighty God. Amen. That's so Amen. good. So good. Yeah, it's adding value to somebody because God values everybody. Mm-hmm. And so we got to be reminded of that. It's good stuff. So, so we live in a cancel culture, mm-hmm. you know, that, 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 that word. How can we honor one another in a cancel culture? How can we do that? That's such a good question. You know, I think when I think about this, I'm reminded that cancel culture seems to be so trendy lately. Yep. But it's nothing new. You know, even Jesus was canceled. And we have to remember that um, if you're looking for a way to be offended, if you're looking for a way to cancel someone, you can always find it. Mm. But what we should be looking to is the word of God and how we respond mm. accordingly. That's right? true. That's our blueprint. That's how we decide. Romans right. 12.10 tells us to honor everyone above ourselves. That's right. And I think that's the way we do it. That's good. Really good. And it's it. so easy to give our attention to what culture says we should be aware of and what we should reject. Mm. But if we stay rooted only in the word of God, then we know what's valuable and what God honors. And every day we need to put on the the armor of God, especially mm-hmm. the helmet of salvation, mm-hmm. because it keeps our thoughts pure. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. the sword of truth, because within our souls, we can cast out that which is a lie from society mm-hmm. and just keep our feet rooted in the word and the rules of God. That's right. That's, That's so good. Yeah, because cancel culture is such that I don't like you. You hurt me. I don't want you in my life anymore. You're canceled. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's You're not done. the biblical way to do it is just right. to keep on loving people. So beautiful answers. So, well, let's talk about biblically. There's some specific things. We're called to honor everyone. We want to make that really clear. But there's some specifics in Scripture that we're just going to kind of drive into a little bit. Ephesians 6, 2, it says, honor your father and mother. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, and how do we honor, even as adults, how do we honor our parents? Mm. Um, one of the dilemmas in honoring our parents is that they grow older, some grow older well, and some grow older not so well. And what happens is that we fall into role reversal, where we want to mm-hmm. be, become the parents yeah. right. and treat them like our children. But we always have to remember that they are still our parents, and right. we have to honor them in that position. And the other thing is that um, we live in such a fast-changing world. You know, we get up the next day and there's something new with artificial intelligence. This can be very daunting sometimes, and we can't push change on our parents if they don't want it. Mm. You know, we can't say, oh, get this app, or you need a new computer, (laughs) or go to a chat room. If they don't want to do that, it disrespects them because we're forcing change on them, hmm. especially at times when it makes them feel inadequate and stupid and, and ignorant. Yeah. We have to always be aware of that. Yeah, that can be really disrespectful, right? Yeah, so true. really true. Yeah, it's a great way to honor our parents. It's so true. I think we have to remember that honor implies giving mm. respect and care, yeah. not grudgingly, yeah. but with love. Yeah. 
you know, and yeah. the older our parents get and the older we get as their children, we have to mm. learn how to do that without holding a grudge, you know, just making room to care for them. You know, sometimes that's as simple as just calling your mom. Yeah. Pick up the phone yeah. and call her yeah. call and just mom. check in. Call you your know, dad. we, um, Jimmy and I have been walking through um, something with my parents over the last couple of weeks. My, my dad has been diagnosed with some health, some health things that are pretty serious. And um, we came together right away and we just decided we're going to honor them and we're going to be there. We're just going to show Good. up. We're going we're gonna to walk with them hand in hand through these doctor's appointments, mm. through, through the, this diagnosis, and through whatever comes next. Wow. But to do that, the first thing I had to do was pick up the phone and check in. Otherwise, That's I good. wouldn't have even known what was going on. Yeah. I just texted my dad, and I'm like, hey, are, wow. how are you doing? How are things? And, yeah. you know, it just opened the floodgates of things. So mm. it's it's just being there for them. That honor and that respect is just showing up and walking side by side with them. I think, you you know, you kind of have a story um, about honoring your parents, maybe when it wasn't so easy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of – I went through a situation, um, you know, I came up in the church. Um, parents woke me up every Sunday morning, made me go to church. But then all of a sudden, when I was 16, they decided they weren't in love anymore, and they both they separated. They took off. And in the next year, they sold everything, met new people, had new families. I was turning 18, and they sold the home place, and I was out on my own. Um, and at that point in time, I didn't even have a place to live. I was sleeping behind a 7-Eleven some nights in Woodstock, right? And I went wow. through a, a, a bout with that. And in my heart, I'm just, I'm just reminded, man, I really love them still. I know that this isn't right, but I love them still. Um, my mom had a diagnosis, was very sick, and called me and found me somehow one day and was like, look, I need an adult. I need a second pair of hands to help me. Oh, I can help you now. Mm. But you couldn't help me when I needed help, right? So that was turning the other cheek, even for a parent. And yeah. in and, and the same situation, a couple of years later, my father was in a situation where he didn't have a place to live. And I was on my feet again, and I brought him in. Mm. So honoring them, wow. even though That's I good. went through all that pain and loneliness, I knew it was the right and godly thing to do because that was what seated in my heart. So tough, tough situation. But we can find honor even in the worst of times. That's so, so true. true. Yeah. It's so good. It's Thank good. you guys for sharing that. Yeah, honoring is sometimes hard to do, right? Yeah. You know, if you if you want some reason to honor your parents, you know, the average cost of raising a child today costs two hundred and thirty three thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. you yeah. know, think about your parents. You yeah. know, they did a price tag to have you. So, you know what? Even in the hard times of wow, when it's of hard money. to honor, you know what? push through that and Jesus yeah. will help you. Yeah, that's true. Cheer yeah. yeah. I just, um, one final thought on that is honoring our father and mother shows a lot about how we honor God. That's true. And right. it's really important. Yeah. It yeah. really yeah. is true. Yeah. So. Yeah. It shows out there yeah. and it shows out everywhere in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, how you honor other people is how you honor or dishonor God. Yeah. It's a great point. Yeah. Great you point. know, one of the ways we found in aging parents is how do we honor parents practically? You already said call them. Just stay in touch. You know, yeah. um, send a card, send a gift, or just take care of them. Show appreciation or, you know, just share the details of your life. That just goes the distance. So great ways, practical ways you can yeah. honor your parents. Yeah, and the young people that are here, you're still living in your parents' home. 
you should honor them. And the reason why is you're not going to live very long if you don't. That's a promise from God's word. That's true. And all the parents said. Amen. Right, right. I didn't make that up. Some of you are like, oh, my gosh. He just, no, that's in the Bible. All right. So you want to live long on the earth, you better obey your parents, right? Even when you disagree with them, right? And uh, you shouldn't dishonor them. So that, that's, a, that's one great way of talking about in our parents, but also we should honor marriage. We want to we talk about that. The institution of marriage has been torn down. It's no longer considered sacred in, in our world and in our nation. And um, we, we stand at an altar and say, till death do us part, and then we, when we don't feel like it, we, ta- we take off. So we need to fight harder for the institution of marriage more than ever before. Amen. Amen. And so here's what Hebrews 13, 4 says. Marriage should be honored by all of us. So let's talk about marriage and honoring each other. What are some ways you found to honor one another in your marriage? What are some of those areas? uh, Ephesians 5 says, uh, Mm -hmm. husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. Yeah, um, and good. one of the ways that we honor one another is that we serve each other first. We mm. serve each other first in ministry. So um, I do men's ministry here at the church, and yeah. she works with Amen. the sisterhood and, and other yes. net, and network-led events, right? So uh, we do those things together. We support and encourage each other in that. I don't think that you can find one of us having an event that the other one's not there. True. If you've attended a lavish event, I'm running around the hallway somewhere. <laughs> and if you have attended a men's event here at the church, she's running around somewhere. And the, wow. I remember the very first time Pastor Ben was like, Jimmy, you're preaching this conference. And I'm like, what? And <laughs> so I went into panic mode like all week. I was like, I, I don't talk in front of people. You know what I mean? And I was super nervous. And I remember worship started that morning. It was the Saturday morning of conference. I was getting ready to go to mm. stage. I was freaking out. And I'm just sitting there like, like I am right now because it's a crowd. And I remember just feeling this arm come around me in the aisle during worship. And, and I, I turned and looked, and it's, it's my wife, her hand on me, laying hands, praying over me before wow. I went to the stage. And I, it was just such a calming presence for me. But, it's good. but that was honor at its highest level yeah. is serving God and then just sharing together in that. So good. Good. So good. So good. Yeah, Johanna, you um, Always, one of the things that um, is really important in marriage relationships is to learn from the other person's giftedness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Sometimes we're yeah. so used to each other that we don't even see the other person as gifted. Yeah. But if you, if you look at what that person has to offer you and what God has implanted in them, it makes you grow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Never stop saying thank you. Even whenever he mows the lawn, I always say thank you for that. Um, <laughs> acknowledge all the little things mm. um, and compliment the other person constantly. And then the big thing is to plan surprises. Oh, that's um, fun. Like what? Tell wow. us. Well, he likes NASCAR. We have a den upstairs. I never saw any sense in grown people running or driving. <laughs> <laughs> For hours around a circle, but he likes it. (laughs) So um, sometimes when he's watching it, I'll make him a plate of cheese sticks and um, chicken nuggets and tater tots, and I'll have his favorite drink, and I'll bring it upstairs as a little surprise. And then I go right downstairs again. (laughs) Oh, I love that. So honoring. 
It's a little thing. That's true. I think one of the things that we can do is uh, to be able to help our spouse, and uh, we have to understand that, yes, each of us works, does our own thing. Um, we happen to be retired, but my wife works diligently in the house, does all kinds of good things. Um, but one of the things that, that we ran into um, when I was teaching, when I came home, I needed some time to myself yeah. to just to be able to, I called it decompression time. Mm -hmm. um, just, just to be able to get away and, and my wife wanted to talk to me. Uh, and that's, that's one of the things that we've kind of uh, understand now. And, of course, now that we're retired, we've kind of gotten away from that particular issue. Mm. Um, but, uh, again, our, our, our spouses work so hard that you have to just understand that uh, they may need that time. Mm -hmm. You need time to be together, and you need time to be not together. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that is so critical in relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if we work at that, I, I think it makes things a lot better. Um, you know, I mean, it says in, uh, in Hebrews 2, 7 that, you know, we're to be there for our spouse. We're mm. to be there for the people that are in our lives. That's good. Uh, one of the things that we do, um, is that we try never to go to bed at night when there is friction between the two of us. And we mm. have, we have a little saying that we say to each other each night before we go to bed, I loved you today. If I did anything to hurt you today, I apologize, and I will love you more tomorrow. Aww, that's great. That's uh, so sweet. I, I love that. You know, that's we, so good. We kinda, yeah. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things that we've done, uh, it, when we have an issue, we are very, very good at just being able to mm -hmm. take some time right when it happens, and deal with it. Wow. That way it doesn't drag on and drag on and drag on. Yeah. And there are so many times when we've done that that Johanna has said something, and I thought, wow, you know, I've never thought about things that way. Um, so it's, it's important to hear both sides of the issue rather than, uh, as m most men, we kind of think we're right all the time anyhow. So we have to be really careful with that. <laughs> so good. That's good. I, I want to go back to what you said about decompressing when you come home that that really spoke to me mm. because my my husband does the same thing he needs he just needs time and I have a 45 minute drive home from work and so I decompress in the car mm. and when I get home I'm like ready I'm ready to tell him all the things talk about all the things and he's sitting there sometimes <laughs> with his headphones on just like this and I'm like Oh, here I am. <laughs> Pay attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that was really hard to understand, but it's so true and so important. We're all wired different. We have yeah. to know, you know, honor that. That's how we can show honor by respecting that decision mm. to just need a few minutes, right? That's yeah, true. Yeah, so good. Yeah. You know, um, John's a words of affirmation guy, and so I know that to honor him, I'm going to tell him nice things and, and build him up that way. He responds well to that, and that builds him up. And yeah. especially when I, the best way to honor him, I found, is to speak highly of him in front of other people. Yeah. And especially when he's there, instead of tearing him down, remember, honor builds. So those yes. are great ways that we can honor our spouse. And, you know, another way I like to honor him is, yeah, food. Make 
make him his yes. favorite meal or something. Uh, one of Mama's recipes, Mama Miller's I recipes. I like that better than sex yeah, cake. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do like that. Yeah. It's, it's a cake. Did you know that it's called that? Yeah. So Thanks it's actually a recipe. I will share the recipe with you if you want. It is really good. Yeah. It does live up to its name, I believe. So, um, okay. Um, Second, another question is, how should we honor our spouse even when it's hard to honor them, even when we disagree with them? Yeah. How do we do that? That's good. You know, James 1.19 tells us that everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Yeah. And one of our best practices is simply to take that pause. Yeah. You know, right. um, I am not always the greatest at this, and I sometimes just fire off, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm. Take the pause and be slow to respond. Um, it's super Good. helpful for us. And like we another simple practice is just that we don't let the sun go down on whatever we're yeah. frustrated with. We're not. And you know what? We're, we might go to bed and sometimes turn and face the opposite way because mm. we're still processing through things. But. 90% of the time, we're going to spend that night probably in prayer and sleepless, like we've never gone to sleep. We've just prayed it through, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's, that's the best way, you know, to just pray it through. Right. Yeah, it's good. The other thing is to realize that he, it's okay that he's not like me, yeah. and oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not like him. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and because he's not like me, there's not something wrong with him. Right. Or there's not something wrong with me. <laughs> so true. That you have to accept that the differences are good. And that you can learn from them. Yeah. 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 So good. Yeah, I like to say, you know, hey, I can honor you because I know you're a creation of God. Yeah. And I know God loves yeah. you. So Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah. And so lastly, most importantly, we're called to honor God. Yeah. And uh, Revelation 4.11 says, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and they have their being. We, we sang about God being worthy today. And so we should honor God with our lives and give him first place in our life. We know that. So how can we show honor to God and give him mm -hmm. maximum glory in our life? Yeah, uh, for me, it's, it's a full circle thing. So if we are honoring our parents, if we are honoring our neighbor, if we are honoring our spouse, we are honoring God. So for me, it just feels like it's a full circle yeah. Mm, it's it, good. it all works together. Yeah. It comes back. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Full circle. You can't cancel someone. You can't, you know, you honor honor everyone around you. It's definitely full circle. So good. Yeah. So good. I think the thing that comes to mind for me in a situation like that is, uh, again, we have to understand that everybody that we come in contact with is a child yeah. of God. Mm -hmm. so good. Mm. And we have to treat them as children of God. You can't look at somebody and say, I don't like you, or I don't like you, or you did this, you did that, uh, because we don't know what they're going through. No. We don't know what kind of life th that they're living. Um, we have to understand that, you know, the things that we think they're doing wrong, that maybe they are, and we can point that out, but you can't not honor them because of that, mm. because they are children of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. And for me, um, it's God is always right. Mm. Whatever he says, wherever he leads you, God is always right. And you mm. cannot go wrong. Mm. Amen. That's true. Amen. I like that. Amen. God is always right, isn't he? <laughs> That's for sure. You know, obedience is part of honoring God. Like, I'm, I just trust him because I'm called to trust him. Yeah. 
That's, that's not easy to do. But I honor God when I serve him, right? I honor God by talking about who he is and his character. The names of God are so good to be reminded of who he is and be reminded of what he's done for our life. Um, we honor God with what he's given to us. We're just stewards of what he's given to us. Amen? And um, we honor God with everything that he has given to us. So our giving is reflected in that. That's how we honor God in, in so many ways. Um, but that's how God has called us to live before him. And that we would honor him with everything that we have been given. And I, I pray today, as you just heard a couple of these areas we've talked about in honor, that it's challenged you to push back against the culture that is around us, that it, there is a lot of dishonor in our culture. Let's have a culture of honor at Abundant Life Church. Amen? Amen. Let's have a culture of honor. Yeah, not only inside of these walls on, on Sunday and midweek or whatever, but also during the week when we're outside of these four walls, that we would truly honor one another, even if we don't know someone, even if they've acted dishonorably to us that we would value every single person like God values them so I want to end with this story that uh, maybe you've heard before about Babe Ruth and it's considered to be we know he's considered to be the greatest home run hitter of all time and the great Bambino right he was called he signed many baseballs but he only signed seven of his home run bats and one had been missing for, for a long time. And it was this older man who had it. And in 1988, on his deathbed, he didn't have any living relatives to pass on his possessions to. He was cared for by a nurse named Marcia. And when he was dying, he decided to give his autographed baseball bat to this nurse. She didn't know what she had in her possession. So she put it under her bed for 18 years. And in 2006, she retired from nursing. And she had this dream of opening up a restaurant. She wondered if that bat's worth anything. So she brought it to a memorabilia store. And the owner was shocked that this was the missing home run bat signed by Babe Ruth. And he said, ma'am, you have no idea. And she put it up for auction. It sold for almost $1.3 million only because of the name on it. Without the name, it may be worth 30 bucks. But with the name on it, it had value. And she took the money. She opened up her restaurant. She had so much left over, she donated it to a foundation for kids that Babe Ruth loved. And she said the bat was only valuable because Babe Ruth's name was on it. Since he made it valuable, the only reasonable thing that I could do was something that could honor his life. Why do we honor people? Because God's name is on them. I want to say that again. Why do we honor people? Because God's name is on them. Well, why, why do we honor you? Because we see the name of God written all over you. And so, so I want to challenge you today to honor the people that God has placed in your life and all that you do. Let's be a culture of honor. Let's do that. And, um, you know, you see as throughout God's word in church history how 
There was a, a revolution of honor. There was a renewal. There was a resurgence. I believe that this is coming back to the body of Christ, right? And we should lead the way on this in our nation and in our cities to really see God move. I believe that we need to be people of honor, right? That we honor one another as we honor him first. So I want to encourage you to do that today. Let's join our hearts in prayer together. And uh, just think about those areas, those people that are in your life today that maybe you need to go back and show honor to. And maybe it's an apology or whatever it may be. It's just forgiving somebody. They've done something against you. Would you take this moment today and would you honor God? Maybe you don't even honor God and you haven't honored God in your life by accepting him as the Lord and Savior of your life. You can do that right now. And you can honor him by inviting him in. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you today that we see in your word there was a resurgence of honor over and over again when there was a rise of immorality. Lord, you followed it by a resurgence of honor and morals. Father, we're praying that again for this nation, for our lives and our community to come back to and to honor one another, that we would honor our marriages, we would honor our coworkers, we would honor teachers, friends, we would honor our marriage, we would honor the people that are around us, and most importantly, we would honor you first with all that we do and all that we say. Because God, your name is on every single person. You died for every person in humanity and on this earth. So Father, I pray that there would be a resurgence of this in our land, in our nation, and in our own hearts today. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, amen. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's message. If you'd like to get in touch or would like more resources on how to live a successful Christian life, you can always find us at myabundantlife.com. Have a blessed week.